three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of 201 at 2 a.m. It's been a fucking fantastic week full of rejection and some fucking mysticism. We're going to start out this episode with another track. Uh, a little band called Zeal and Aldor. Uh, new album called The Devil is Fine. Well, new for me. New for you guys too, hopefully. This is the title track, so we'll take a peep. say man that devil is fun and then uh you really got to be on the lookout for that the devil always hides in those details it's convenient for someone like me though that lives in those fucking details oh boy it's been a, been a hell of a week uh fucking got back on the dating scene for a little bit that was a complete disaster i guess that's one of the upswings to having a uh, mental illness when the straight up satanist you know says you're too far out for that and she's not really down to <laughs> to partake in your ceremony you uh you always have aliens that you can look at so i mean you can distract yourself <laughs> there's gonna be a uh if i if you're looking at this and i got it taken care of there's either gonna be a picture or a loop of the recording i got on friday um <clears throat> coming back into Houston from Austin, right over 290. Uh, there's a lot of weird lights in the sky. Um, the video that I'm talking about in specific, uh, when I'm getting back on the freeway, you can kind of see uh, there's like a flashing brighter light off to the left somewhere. Um, that kind of distracts me for a couple seconds. And then once you get on the freeway, you can kind of see a proper, usually full screen is what you have to do to take a look at just because of the contrast. But there's three vertical lights uh, in a row. I guess kind of like um, living in Houston, you should be familiar with um, what planes look like when they're queued to land. They just kind of get back one behind each other and take turns uh this looked like that but within the span of about a minute and two seconds it folded up into a triangle and took off into the fucking horizon <laughs> which i have never seen anything do before um man, there's just been some crazy activity since uh september and uh, i want to say i was always a believer of ufos but within the past month or so they've been kind of like uh appearing regularly i'm not really sure anybody else can see these which is why i've been recording um video mainly uh i've even downloaded a couple star maps uh so i mean there are 
There's a lot of uh, confusion out there, but uh, I mentioned it briefly on a previous episode about like a possible, uh, like getting like a drone or something possibly even to fly up into the sky look, but uh, ideally it would be something for uh, night vision. Um, uh, in a book I've discussed before called The Day After Roswell, um, one of the technologies reverse engineered from aliens was night vision sensors. Uh, apparently those lenses in the little guy's eyes aren't their actual eye color. They're just like black night vision, you know, like or night vision uh, contact lenses that you would wear over your giant bug eyes, essentially. Uh, those were reverse engineered into what we now understand as um, night vision and FLIR. Uh, both of those are great tools for capturing UFOs, by the way. If you have a, uh, a an old camcorder with a night mode or or, you know, like a nighttime hunting scope, take it down to your backyard sometime and point up at the sky. You'd be surprised at what you see after a couple hours. <laughs> uh, it kind of feels like uh, that I've fallen into an accidental culture, too, just having a rough time dating in general. I guess you could say uh, this guy kind of harkens back to what happened with me at uh, one of my old jobs. One of uh, one of the gents there that was a former Marine, he kind of he kind of turned my mind to this concept. He told me Houston doesn't have the same scale, doesn't follow one to ten like a normal city. Houston's one to fifteen. There's some kind of weird displacement or over uh, over demand of women to, or over uh, higher demand of men than there is a supply of women essentially, which creates like a deficit. A Houston 15 is like a, uh, a 10 somewhere else, but then at the same time, like a Houston 7 is a 5 anywhere else. It's kind of like a, a regional thing. Attractiveness, like uh, love, like time, is definitely relative, and it's like, <laughs> it seems to be isolated to the coastal cities. Maybe when uh, the flood, you know, kicks the sea level up to Houston's doorstep, things will get a lot nicer here, <laughs> turn it into a proper port. I mean, uh, you kind of have to subscribe to that in the modern dating age. It's not something I uh, purposefully or uh, personally believe, I would say, but that's just the way it shakes. Um, I mean, uh, when you kind of think about realities like falling apart, only America really has incel culture, but uh, I mean, there's countries that have a way bigger incel problem than America. Uh, China, India are good examples. China's even had uh, discussions about uh, government-sponsored wife-sharing policies or like, uh, you know, one wife for every four men, which <laughs> if there's any shred of like uh, humanity left, I'm not sure what we'll want to, I don't, I'm not sure if we'll want to see what, what humans look like on the other side of that. <laughs> Historically, um, those types of uh, cultures are always the most violent and the hardest for children to get a good foot hold in, in terms of starting. And I'm not sure how you would really divert something like that. I was kind of tossing my mind in the head that maybe you could um, like go back in time and maybe kill Britney Spears and that would uh, you know possibly um, stop the eventual sexual marketing, uh, sexual awakening of the sexual marketplace that gave rise to the incel wars. What a fucked up timeline, dude. <laughs> I know that... Um, I know that my dad probably wishes he had a son that uh, had the type of autism that makes me build robots or you know build crypto or design cryptocurrency instead of the kind that makes me jack off to Sonic the Hedgehog. Friday was a mixed bag. Uh, definitely uh, kind of stung a little bit to get rejected, but then you see a gnome in like uh, fucking lights in the sky and you kind of realize maybe I'm on the right path. Uh, I think. Uh, Another big Houston figure, Joel Steen. He gets a lot of bad rap. I don't think anybody that talks shit about him has actually listened to him for more than ten seconds, because a lot of his actual message is just like, "Yeah, don't be, don't be sidetracked by like small time rejection happening to you. There's way bigger shit intended for you out on the horizon. If you get caught up in the small stuff, you can't even see it. It's like a fucking blinder. My God, 
Uh, I kind of uh, saw the UFO. That didn't really put me off, though. I headed down to PJ's, my fucking favorite bar in Houston. 614 was gray. Uh, fucking Friday nights to killer karaoke. That's been like, oh, God. It was best uh, in Houston press, I think, for three or four years. Now it is the fucking spot for Houston townies to bring their eight girlfriends and their eight friends and stand around. Because you're basically not going to get to sing. It's a two-hour line. But it's still fucking lit, dude. There's so many good singers. Uh, fucking April's Jello Shots. Shout out to April. Fucking... They're so fucking solid, dude. Best jello shots in the city. Followed that up with a uh, solemn trip home. kind of reflects. Um, had some leftover determined tell seeds from last year's harvest and took about 70 of those. That was a, uh, a real mild experience. I'm not sure you can really microdose a tropane alkaloid, but, uh, you know, just a pleasant evening with some friends that live in California and uh, smoking some cigarettes that I did not buy and don't smoke. But fucking uh, aside from that, it was a great night. Followed it up today with some Thai fried rice, killer lunch. That is the uh, 5700 Highway 6 location if you're interested. Fucking boy, they made that. T- they made this tiger cry. They wanted to serve me. You know, they, they see this slick, like, white-ass ginger kid walking in. They think, give him, the, give, him the, give him the soft. He can't handle it. And I said, give me the full Thai. I need the Thai business. And they fucking, they brought it, baby. Speaking of karaoke, dude, what is up with everybody singing the fucking Killers? That is the worst thing to ever happen to that band. Those soft rock ballads have some poppy lyrics, but you shouldn't think too deeply about them, and you definitely shouldn't scream them in like a uh, mid-twenties white guy metal tone. It just kind of draws more attention to the absurdity. Come to think of it, that's probably why I identify with the fucking Jimson Weed so much. I mean, we both get a bad rap. We've both been called poison. But I mean, enough of enough poison in the right dose will make you fucking fly, my man. Uh, there's just a weird relationship with that plant. The uh, first time I read about it was in the Don Juan books. That's kind of what a lot of my book quotes are from, if you've been following my feed. Um, he talks a lot about the fucking uh, the sacred plant, and it is it's a doozy. Um, people have gone psychotic from making tea from it. Uh, basically, uh... I think it's the, the people that have the, the worst experience are the ones that don't respect plants in general. To uh, to successfully interact with a plant spirit, you have to have some you have to have some experience with it. I guess it's kind of like applying for a job. Even though you don't have experience, you have to find a way to bullshit your way around it. You know, you got you got to raise the plant yourself. You got to be familiar with it. You definitely just can't read everything in a book. That's never gonna get you. That's never gonna get you through life, bro. You got to fucking you got to take the devil's seeds and you got to see the fucking bone coyote. That's how fucking life is sometimes. It feels so weird to be uh, back in Adobe. I had to purchase the uh, the Premiere license so I could keep audition. I haven't had Photoshop for like a good seven or eight years. Same with, uh, I haven't had Illustrator since fucking college. It's gonna be a trip. I think I need to put together some shirts. I'm not all about charging for content, but if I can make some swag, that's a little bit different. If, how do you guys feel about the Rock 101 logo? I think if I change it enough, that kind of copies it up to fair use. Besides, how long has KLL been dead? What are they gonna do, come and take it back? It's so fucking crazy to go to the store and see uh, pumpkins in the front and then fucking Christmas supplies in the back. It's making me fucking seasonal bipolar. It should be a big draw to attention to that these aren't actual holidays. I mean, they were at one point. They were pagan uh, holy days. Now they're fucking <laughs> basically uh, like impulse signals for you to go and spend all your money, even though the holiday is still a good 16 weeks. But I mean, uh, it's always good to have reminders. You don't want to be showing up to that Halloween party on the 30th without a sick ass thicker treat on that arm to show off. You know what I'm saying? Halloween's a special holiday for a lot of losers, but uh, for me in particular, I think. Do you guys ever do that thing where you uh, think of your birthday and then count backwards nine months and think about what happened during that month? If it was like your mom's birthday or maybe your dad's birthday. Uh, for me, it was Halloween. <laughs> so my, uh, my mom had an extra spooky trick that year. 
and it's already uh, fall on this part of South Texas, but it's still fucking 89 degrees out at night. I don't know if you classify that as cool exactly. It's definitely keeping me away from the Ren Fair, which is a shame, but I can't tolerate being outside all fucking night with it being like 90 degrees. Jesus. I can't wait for fucking uh, November too. Does anybody else need a five month running start for No Shave November? I'm starting to get patchy, but I feel like this might be the year. I personally think the uh, the beard issue is is possibly even bigger than makeup. It affects both genders equally. Uh, <laughs> all those guys that bitch there's no equi- uh, makeup equivalent for dudes. There totally is. It's called a beard. It hides your, hides your girly jaw. makes you look 100% more manly. But on the other end of it, you shouldn't have to have a beard. It's too much pressure in this equality-based society. The beard can be a, a great distraction, honestly. But it can't fix everything. There was a uh, streamer recently who has a great fucking face, beard, everything looks manly as shit. Uh, got got revealed on a live event for having like a 12 year old's body lost basically all of his female followers that's the fucking game though isn't it you gotta fucking you know it's never fair you just gotta make the best of it sometimes it feels like god just left us all like we're his, his kids but he left us in the hot car to fucking cook and all we can do is make the best of it but i mean uh helping each other has got a big benefit i think um People get kind of swept up. There's two types of um, helping somebody. You can have uh, compassion or you can have pity for them. Compassion is where you can see things from their point of view, but you don't necessarily like, you'll be their drunk driver or you'll be their designated driver. <laughs> you'll be their designated driver, but you're not going to hold their fucking hand. That's uh, that's definitely more my style. And I'm not sure what it says because a lot of people kind of frown on not having pity, but uh, yeah, feeling sorry for somebody has never helped them get over whatever is actually bothering them. It's just prolonged it, if anything. It's so hard to even think about being uh, positive enough for someone to be in a relationship again. I feel like maybe my goal this time around was to just uh, master the art of being alone. Isolation gives you a lot of different variants, uh, a lot of different resources to tap for energy compared to having like a normal friend of network and fa- network of friends and family to rely on and kind of pull energy from. When you're just by yourself, you don't have all those hooks that dug into them, that are dug into you, to create like those interweaving lines of your past that can kind of get wrapped around your neck and strangle you if you're not careful. That's the fucking, that's the danger. Um, but I mean, uh, you can be, you can be whatever you want. You can buy a big house and not have anybody come over at all. You can be a fucking hermit. You just got to have the cash. It's so fucking weird to see, uh, people that I used to consider normal to you complaining constantly about, uh, property ownership and land ownership. Those things aren't real. Oh man. Yeah. What are you going to do about it though? Are you going to just redistribute it? It's kind of a long history of that not fucking working. And I can't fucking stand it when someone tries to explain the economy, <laughs> especially when they tell you the government uh, isn't like a household checkbook. <laughs> that analogy doesn't work on a generation of kids that can't do algebra. They couldn't balance they couldn't balance their household checkbook if they had a house or a bank account. <laughs> That's without getting too deep into the fact that they just fucking lied to you at school. They told you were going to need math and to write in cursive. They told you you weren't always going to have a calculator in their pocket. Who remembers that fucking shit? Who's this more guy now? You can still be anything you want. You can be a big gross piece of shit that runs a podcast if you can afford the microphones and have a spare room. Everything I've been reading about in those books has been pushing me in that direction. I started on this journey a long time ago because I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. And then after reading uh, a certain number of books, you get these things, I guess people call idiosyncrasies. Uh, You get enough of those and you realize you're either insane or there's definitely like a pattern going on. Like any good pattern follower though, you just kind of have to make the best of it. And uh, I believe that's all that a shaman really is, someone that can make sense of those patterns easier than a normal person. But fucking, uh, I've learned so much about plants and a lot about myself. 
And I definitely think um, he's on to a point when he talks about the energy you use for like lusting, not even necessarily for other people. Maybe you lust over possessions or like a better position, but just lust in general is the same type of energy you need to dream. And dreaming is basically the foundation of all sorcery. Sorcery is uh, mastering dreaming to the point you can shift to that attention even while you're awake without the use of like stimulants or, you know, rituals or whatever. It's the fucking, uh, it's uh, expanding your mind and then kind of putting in two roadblocks to keep it, you know, spread open permanently. But, man, what a fucking... It's hard enough just to exist that way in modern society. To imagine living that way on any regular amount of time is just mind-bending. What a, what a goal that would be, though. Maybe uh, maybe something like that paired with running the podcast would be a long-term goal. We'll fucking see. I mixed a little bit of uh, grapeseed oil with the Datura Mattel leaves, along with some um, frankincense that Nick was nice enough to give to me to make for uh, one of my patients that has some arthritis. No success, but it fucking... Uh, Really good for growing hair, you know that. It is a bit awkward though when all your knowledge comes from book and first-hand experience. Talking to uh, people in the bar, people at work, they ask, you know, have oh, you ever been camping? You know, and it's kind of awkward to tell them fucking no. Uh, but uh, I'd love to get out into nature more. It's good to talk to some friends about it too. I think you can, uh, this, I mean, it's not a new principle. The Japanese have known about wood bathing for thousands of years. Something about the cleansing aspect of just being among all those living beings and kind of silences and dulls the mundane senses and wakes you up to a different world. Similar to, uh, I guess, meditation and power plants, but a different, like the opposite of the spectrum maybe not hyper realistic maybe just hyper calm we're still trying to get the camera set up for the studio it seems kind of uh having a hard time getting over the hurdle of just filming myself though talking to myself in the room is different but you know filming yourself is a little less consistent it gives me some heebie-jeebies too maybe if i can get a wrangle guest another guest anytime soon we'll try it out by the way if anybody is looking for a spot ghost story ufo theory about bigfoot being a ghost drop a line in the description drop a line in the comments i mean i guess that's what's so fucking disappointing about dating too is when someone reaches out to you and uh, <laughs> they tell you clear like they, they're clearly labeled on their profile that they want a, a deep meaningful esoteric conversation so you kind of start out with basically what i was talking about just now the difference between separating physical pleasure from the actual desires and the feelings that those fulfill and then the first thing you hear back <laughs> like uh i can understand that but i'm not going that way i mean that's that's fantastic but it's so fucking hard to to meet people and then uh fucking hearing about hearing joel talk about it god damn there's so many different opportunities that go by you constantly and it's hard to uh, it's hard to realize uh when rejection is happening to you that it's for a reason but then uh what's the fucking purpose too it gets so exhausting just thinking about having to invest in another person and pretend that they're funny and care about all that bullshit and hang out with your stupid friends, especially after a certain point. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that type of shit? And speaking of trash, is it the same if a girl says you're like a brother to me if she had sex with her brother a lot when she was a teenager? <laughs> That's not to shame anybody, though. That's not saying women are trash. But I fucking... I highly disagree when they tell you shit like the vagina is self-cleaning. I've seen... If, if, uh, if my uh, ex's vagina I, is idea of clean is anything like hers, I know there's a couple GameCube controllers and some fucking baby wipes in there. It's been such a powerful week. Lots of omens. I didn't even know they were omens until this week. I mean, I kind of always understood. But I think the further you move that assemblage point from the, the mundane world, the more things kind of appear for you. 
I definitely hadn't seen UFO for years. I hadn't seen UFOs for the longest fucking time. Uh, I've honestly always believed in them, though. It seems weird they've started showing up in the past month. Everything in general kind of seems out of whack. I'm not sure where the disturbance is or what's causing it, but it feels like we're on the edge of something, and I'm not sure what it is in terms of society. I mean, realistically, it can all be really good or really bad, but for somebody like me, both of those are kind of the same outcome in my position. That's got to be part of the problem with being an incel entirely anyway. Incel is just a step short of being voluntary cel voluntarily celibate, which is the path to fucking sorcery. <laughs> uh, it doesn't make sense, like, um... I mean, uh, I fucking love women, but I mean, uh, it's a little overrated too, don't you think? Especially if, uh, if you've only had years and years of rejection, what do you have to lose? You might as well become a fucking magic man. You don't have to be tossed into the deep end. You can take it one step at a time. You can hang on to the ledge and just kind of use books and the internet to powder your way out to the middle. But don't fucking, uh, don't just keep fucking wasting time doing the same shit everybody else does. No wonder you're fucking miserable, bro. You gotta fucking expand your mind. Would you care so much about all that shit if you could see aliens in your backyard? <laughs> Would you fucking, uh, be worried about, um, what people thought of you if you could have phantom cigarettes with them on your fucking balcony if they wanted to, if they wanted to or not? To follow the path of dreaming, though, I think you should definitely uh, step foot on both sides of your of your philosophy, of your gnosis. It's not going to benefit anybody if you only know half of the equation. You need to know how the other side thinks so you can find where the truth is in the middle. And that's fundamental of anything in fucking life. But don't let yourself get bogged down in the fucking mundane world and these fucking baser pleasures that only appeal to a quarter of your spirit. To get really high up on that mountain, you have to find a more noble cause. We should be rebuilding the pyramids. We should be creating new monuments. Why are we trapped on the internet? Why are we wasting 40 hours a day to make pretend money for somebody else that doesn't need anymore because he already has 50 billion? Sorry about that, y'all. Let me step off that soapbox. It just, just gets to me sometime. I hate to see these sad boys beaten up by their own egos. You could do so much more fun things with your ego, like pull the fucking carpet out from underneath it, like wander through the woods and talk to fucking alligators and play flutes for ravens. Don't get me wrong. We all love the smell of pussy juice and monster trucks, but everything in balance, lads. And speaking of burnout, pathetic shit, did anybody see those moth memes this week? Holy hot garbage. Is that what passes for funny these days? It seems like it was all my generation too. It's always people with N64 controller, you know, profile pictures. I can't fucking believe that, man. It almost feels like it's time to go back on uh, something awful. I wonder if that site's still up. It's time to pay another $10 and get back on the opposite end of the internet parabola curve and catch all the jokes when they're fresh. Shit, dude. We were making fun of incels and making lost edits 10 years ago, I swear. And just wait till you guys get fucking orb dead and tame. It's gonna blow your fucking mind. I guess we have some uh, severe underrepresentation on the YouTube community here. Just look around on Facebook, I'm not seeing a whole lot of groups that have a lot of members or are even active. I wonder if other people are even watching this guy like I am. I know Kenneth saw it the other night, but I still been able to get him to come on and talk about it. Motherfucker. But even living with two philosophies, I don't think this shit will ever make sense to me. You know, one half of my brain tells me it's a UFO, the other half tells me it's a fucking falling spirit. I guess that puts the truth somewhere in the middle. Maybe it's a, a spirit of a of an ancestor that, you know, built on Earth or terraformed Earth millions of years ago. Who fucking knows? I guess that's why it kind of feels so goofy filming these things, too. I mean, uh, what I see is not what my friend sees. Even if they do, it's so fucking relative. Like, why is this shit happening? Why now? But the end of the world isn't as scary as a lot of people think it is. They think you need, like, uh, a lot of guns and ammunition and food for, you know, however many days. 
basically you just need a philosophy. If your philosophy can get you through any given day and can help you, you know, see and recognize omens and tell you when you're fucking up and when you're not fucking up, then you're way ahead of the curve to begin with. There's so few options in this society. I think a lot of it has to do with overpopulation. It's just disappointing when you see what people choose to compete in, to choose to make the same mistakes. I guess no no thought is truly original, though. If you do some reflection or if you read enough resources long enough, you'll find someone's come up with that idea or had that same disposition before. What is originality? I think it escapes us, but I think it's a thing with... I think originality itself is misunderstood. If we're uh, we're surrounded by these 12 symbols and each one of them is a representation that creates different reflections of itself on the earth, then technically that gives us 12 different realities to choose from at any given point. So why not use those resources instead to create arenas that fit us individually from a uh, astrological perspective? Why are we putting everybody, all of these different shaped blocks into the same fucking hole? It's all a big mind control scheme. <laughs> the way you break free of those through your choosing. You can do it through power plants, you can do it through meditation, you can do it through others. There's so many different options available to us. Don't get bogged down in the fact that you're alone. That's just a different word for freedom. The person at the end of the day goes home to an empty apartment. Is that freedom or is that loneliness? Depends on the mindset. Unless you're fucking Jesse, then you go home to a, a dozen tank of exotic fishes that produce fucking poisonous gas or whatever the fuck that dude's into. Is there a version of toxoplasmosis that comes from fish? I gotta look into this. No, unfortunately not. But I did this, I did find this fucking horrific thing called bird fancier's lung. Oh my god. Also occurred, also called bird breeder's lung and pigeon breeder's lung is a type of hypersensitivity pneumonioids. It is triggered by exposure to avian proteins present in the dry dust of the droppings and sometimes the feathers of variety of birds. Oh, gross. You get fucking poop dust in your fucking lungs and it makes you fucking die. But uh, at least a cat or a bird gives you something. All my dog gives me are dead roaches and like an awkward boner when I play with him for too long. Speaking of weird boners, what the fuck do you do when uh, one of your best friends sends you like a borderline nude photo? What's the courtesy response on that? Do you play it cool? Do you send back a picture of your dick next to a water bottle? What's the procedure here? The whole concept's complete fucking bullshit anyway. What's this whole deal about loving me like a brother? How come nobody ever gives me a blowjob as a friend? How come nobody ever lets me fuck their ass as a buddy? Oh, that is one of the um, side effects from the Datura, by the way. That fucking, uh... I had a crazy boner for an hour and I kept coughing up the black infection that's been in my lungs for months. I definitely think uh, the further we get into postmodernism, the further we're going to move away from traditional science. There's no reason to, you know, further move it so far away from man and separate it with all these specialized tools and language. Some of the best research ever accomplished has been on the ground, developed by gorilla retards in the worst situations in the world. Sometimes, I mean, no one that's fucking great did it from the safety of a lab coat testing on other subjects. You have to test on yourself. There's nothing else on the fucking line if you that kind of goes into these whole concepts of relationships and friendships in general. I can't stand a friendship that's based on convenience. If we haven't fought, if we haven't been in a, a real fist fight over some bullshit or had a long time where we didn't talk about something, then we're not really friends because we never came back together over you know that common hardship. It's just a fucking matter of convenience, my man. 
and I'm not a proponent of that shit. Convenience is the fucking killer. You don't need that fucking electric blanket. You should feel the fucking cold and be glad you have someone next to you to keep your ass warm. Fucking. Don't remove all the challenge from life, then you won't have any rewards, dipshit. Man, time flies when you're in a room talking to yourself. I think we kind of lost the plot with this episode, but thank you so much for uh, keeping the time with me. It's always great to uh, to know that there's somebody out there besides me thinking this way. If you had any kind of reaction to this, make sure you leave a like, comment, subscribe. We're on iTunes, we're on Google, we're on fucking Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You name that shit that gives your brain that sweet, sweet dopamine. We are logged in and ready to feed you raw content. Oh, fuck. I guess we'll take this one out with how we started. A little bit of more Zealand Auto to seal off your night. It's a great fucking Saturday. I'll see you monsters on the other side.